Welcome everyone. Uh, today we have been joined with Ms. Sangeeta Lalwani. She is the managing director of Gold Mart in Pune, and she's been in the business for about 19 years now. So we'll be asking her questions and know more about her journey. Uh, ma'am, for starters, please tell us more about Gold Mart. I will, and it's 20 years now because it's 2020 now. We started right. Gold Mart in 2000. Uh, thank you, Angela. गोल्डमार्ट ज्वेलर माई हजबेंड इज अ सेवन जनरेशन ज्वेलर सो वी स्टार्टेड दिस ज्वेलरी स्टोर ऑन अक्टोबर इन पुणे एंड इन टू थाउजेंड एंड वी स्टार्टेड सेलिंग ज्वेलरी एंड देन वी रियलाइज दैट वी वर नॉट एबल टू कन्विंस पीपल अबाउट द क्वालिटी ऑफ आर गोल्ड बिकॉज गोल्ड इज वन प्लेस वन थिंग दैट यू कैन नॉट ईट और सी और फील टू रियलाइज द प्योरिटी ऑफ गोल्ड Right. Even I tell you, it is twenty-two carat pure gold. You need to know whether it is really twenty-two carat. That is ninety-one point six percent, or is it ninety percent, or is it eighty-eight percent, or is it seventy-five percent? There is no way to know it because even fake gold looks real. <laughs> yeah. So, so then we were like, how do we do this? And since we are new jewelers, right? We are not your traditional old jewelers of Pune. So then we said, how do we do this? Then we thought of some called a machine called caratometer. That's an X-ray spectrometer. Which analyzes the uh, contents of the jewelry in front of your eyes, so you can break the jewelry, and in front of your eyes you will realize what is the percentage of gold, silver, copper, zinc, which is required to make jewelry and cadmium. And that's a 30-second process. It is there. It is in front of your eyes. The computer does it, so it's a very transparent process. Then we went ahead and got the BIS license when the government of India introduced it. That is the Bureau of Indian Standards license. and we are the first jewelers in the entire western region of my uh, india ex mumbai that is the state of rajasthan maharashtra goa to mm-hmm. get this bis license right. and that's how the journey and that's how the journey began because for us look at the sare jewelers aate mein namak milate hain hum kehte hain hum doodh mein shakkar milate hain mm-hmm. so that is how we started and then we had various meaning various consumer activists like bindu madhav sushi He was a very consumer activist in Pune. God bless his soul, he's no more. Who saw the work that we do in the Gold Mart, and even the various press and people, and the kind of work that we did in Gold Mart. And once people were convinced on the purity of the gold, then the rest is history. So basically, you need to be convinced on the purity of the gold. And because there's a woman in charge, the designs are very important important to me. They, Absolutely. Because I will not wear I will not wear something what somebody else is wearing. I will not wear common jewelry. Mm-hmm. It is not possible for me to do that. I will not wear clothes which everybody else is wearing. I will not wear jewelry which everybody else is wearing. Then small things like you know the chain should not get atcowed in my hair, my churi should not get atcowed in my sari. These small small things which a woman knows the challenges she has had in jewelry. These are all very important to me. And mm-hmm. then the finishing. And then after starting the business in five to seven years, my husband moved out of this business. He moved into real estate. and i think past 15 years i've been looking after the business totally by myself yeah. prior to that uh, yeah so prior to that i did real estate that's where i built this building called runwal regency at sadhuswani chowk mm-hmm. and this plot of land belonged to my father and they are mumbai builders my family is from mumbai and they are very well known builders in mumbai the runwal builders are a very well known brand in bombay and they wanted to build this building so my father said kon banayega so i said left not only <laughs> and he, he let me build it and that time i was very young and he let me build it and i remember kab bahut tezi thi 94 95 mm-hmm. 
there was a huge tezi um, i cannot even tell you the kind of tide that i have seen i had people line up in front of my sales office the checks in their hand to book a flat with me with uh, when you are young and you are very successful there is a certain amount of arrogance that comes in and you are like yeah, i used to change the rate morning evening mera jo marzi hai maine wo rate mein booking liya right and people people gave it to me 97 98 recession hit mm-hmm. and what you learn in the recession or what you learn in a lockdown or in a low turn is what you learn for life and those are the lessons that you really learn that's when you bring you bring your feet on the ground firmly it teaches you a lot of things about interaction with people everything and those are lessons that you have learned for life so i'm very grateful to the period of recession rather than to the period of upturn where you learned so much yes and that that was in 98 99 and in 2000 we started this tour so that's how the journey has been so far from 94 to 2000 was what i did in real estate and then from 2000 we built this tour running this tour since wow that's quite a story and so you've been in this business for 20 years now you've already told us how you started off so now uh, considering we were not in lockdown how would a day in sangeeta nalwani's life look like it's a very i'm a very ordinary woman it's a very ordinary day i get up very early i get up around 5 am every day it's an early morning so i have half an hour 40 minutes of meditation after that around 6ish i go out for a workout and i'm back home by 7:30 after that is a couple of hours of uh, household chores which every woman no matter how uh, what career she runs she has to run her house mm-hmm. so she, it is a household chores that they get taken care of after that it's work then afternoon evening especially afternoon time we get spent in the paperwork that is required by both my both social organizations rotary and fiki flow and mm-hmm. evening after the store hours there's usually some social function to be attended to there's some something happening the social life that needs to be attended to in both these organizations and plus because you are a pune person you know people in pune so some social obligation is always there okay that's the way the entire day just just flies through and uh, since you've been in the jewelry business for so long i'm sure you must have to face must have had to face a lot of challenges so if you could share some of these challenges with us and how you got over them So the challenges are always in terms of uh, see being a woman. That it is tough because I mean I am the only woman dweller in town. I don't know if you know this. Most mm-hmm. I mean she's she's captain of a ship. Yes, there are women dwellers in town, but they have their husbands. They're supporting or helping their husbands out. So when you go into the jewelry market, so they typically or with the wholesalers, and you go to the very bazaars or you go to you know where your cara girls are sitting. So yeah. I. they are sitting in some remote buildings some far away place so i wouldn't think twice before going alone but then it was told to me you know that's not a great idea you have to take a staff member with you mm-hmm. so started working on that so you see a male jeweler can just go up to any building anywhere knock on any doors <laughs> a woman jeweler has to take a little more precaution right so that is, but that is what we all women do so that is now not such a big thing i mean not comparatively and rest in the because you're in your own store so that is not a challenge people have been very kind very nice so that is not much of a challenge and 
been working and as a matter of fact being a woman it is easier for me to communicate and connect with the women in my store rather right. than if i was a male so i know when a older woman is coming in i know what she is looking for i know when a young girl is coming in or a woman of my age is coming in i know exactly what you know and the the comfort level is very high when a woman is talking to another woman absolutely because majority of my clients are women 90% yeah. of my clients are women so obviously uh, you must have have you must have had a very close eye on the designs as well as you said and very important very important yeah amazing and you have also had as you already shared with us your experience in real estate so what are some you said you've learned a lot of things from there so what are what are some of the things that you learned and as you said most, got your feet on the ground most important thing that i learned is is your interaction with your consumers with your mm-hmm. customers customer is the king any business whether it is real estate whether it is jewelry customer is your ultimate king and so is your employees or your team that works with you because whatever work you do you cannot do without your team one person cannot do anything and it is how you treat people that is the most important in good times and in bad times people always remember the way you have been treated nobody remembers your words but nobody people will never ever forget how you treated them so even if you are coming to buy 1 gram of gold with me you will be treated like the king that you are so it's irrelevant for me how many grams of gold you are buying if you've come into the store you will be treated like royalty great that's amazing and yes. about your experience with the FICCI right fikki so fikki is a federation of indian chambers of commerce and industry mm-hmm. and it's ladies organizing because i was a member of the fikki's ladies organization flo So Fikki's right. Ladies Organization is called FLO. In January 2015, we launched this. Show. I'm sorry, I need to set this. I forgot about it. No problem. Uh, in January 2015, we launched this chapter in Pune. Mm-hmm. I am one of the charter members, charter executive members of this chapter. It was launched by the Honorable Chief Minister then, Sri Devendra Ji Fadnavis, mm-hmm. and the organization works towards works towards women empowerment. our biggest challenge like for any other social organization was what do we do for fundraising mm-hmm. and that time around 2015 nepal had happened if you remember the nepal earthquake right right and we i was instrumental in the doing a huge fundraiser for nepal earthquake by the way of a marathon so okay. that's when i discussed with my team and i said let's do a marathon as a fundraiser and that's that gave the birth of ikiflo pune marathon and today it is considered to be one of the largest marathons in pune city the flow marathon the pune flow half marathon that is called and that is our sole fundraiser through these funds we try and skill women and we try and empower and employ them the basic and sole purpose of flow is empowerment of women whether it is through education whether it is through financial independence but for us the mm-hmm. foremost importance is financial independence of women you can talk horse on women and empowerment you can talk horse on respect and gender equality but if she is, is not financially independent it has no sense yes definitely we work we work very very hard to ensure that a girl or a woman is financially independent lovely and you were a international executive and you represent 
So I am a member of the SAC countries. So we represent Fiki in the SAC countries. But unfortunately, Angela, since this uh, was launched in 2019, we have been having some challenges with our neighbors, right? Yes. China, Pakistan. So we are not so we are not able to really take this program off as of now. Hopefully, mm-hmm. once these challenges settle and the NEA gives us the go ahead to work on this, we would definitely be working with our sisters in in our neighboring countries. Lovely. And again, with the same focus on women empowerment. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you are also part of the Rotary Club, and you have uh, a major. you hold you hold an important position there so what are some of the major uh, projects you've covered under your position so i i'll tell you what happened is in 2015 again no 2014 i joined rotary club of pune airport mm-hmm. and i became its president in 2017 18 and today in 2020 20 and 2020 21 i am the assistant governor so rotary works in different formats rotary has a district and right. under the district there are various clubs so we have a district called rid 3131 rotary international district of 3131 comprising mm-hmm. of revenue districts of pune and raigad okay and in and one of my my club rotary club of pune airport is one of the clubs of the district and i became its president in 2017 and 18 so while i was its president we worked on the uh, toilets so i had gone for a marathon in a small place called ganegaon in shikrapur and i wanted to go to the loo it was like i'd gone there at 4 in the morning it was 10 in the morning i said i need to mm-hmm. go to the loo so where is the girls loo so they said we don't have a girls loo i was like what i said what about the girls in your school where do they go for a loo mhm there is no loo ma'am you have to, they, they took me to somebody's house and they took me for a loo there i was like i said where do the girls go they go home i said do they come back once they've gone home sometimes they do sometimes they don't i was like this doesn't make sense we need to build toilets so fortunately for me indian oil corporation became a sponsor they came in with a huge sum of csr money and we built around 60 toilets in zilla parishad schools then wow. cervical cancer yeah so that was a good thing that we did then cervical cancer vaccination is another very important because cervical cancer is a leading cause of cancer in women It is the yeah. second most leading cause of cancer in women, and the only cancer that can be treated by vaccine. So we then uh, try to vaccinate. We collected a lot of funds for this particular vaccination. So Rotary launched this program under its district governor for cervical cancer vaccination, and we worked very hard to get it done. For me, the, even the government of Maharashtra, the collector then, and the Zilla Parishad CEO, and the tribal commissioners, and my members. They all contributed generously for this. Rotary and Fiki Flow together. This was a project done by Fiki Flow and Rotary together, mm-hmm. where we vaccinated thousands of girls for cervical cancer vaccination. Then we did a lot. We again we did the marathon, of course. Then we did something called Pune Heart, where we had tribals and artisans from across the country displaying their show, showcasing their work. Mm-hmm. Again, it was a collaboration of Fiki Flow and Rotary. So through Rotary, also we do a lot of work. now that my position as an assistant governor it is more of an administrative role where i have to foresee the work of four clubs which are under me the four presidents that who work with me right i have to ensure that they follow the district goals and try and help and the country goals and the international goals what are the rotary goals 
and we have various verticals and we have to ensure that our president has the best of is able to fulfill all these goals right and then again i am a part of the rotary international uh, the national body for csr we mm-hmm. will we'll be trying and getting funding for rotary then through rotary I, we did a very important initiative called the rotary csr awards with economic times and times of india and it was applauded across the industry because that's where we recognized our csr partners for the work and the social initiatives that they carried out right. and economic times and times of india being a media partner they gave us immense branding and coverage for the same lovely and thank you <laughs> that's some great work you're doing ma'am uh, it's thank you it's really amazing and uh, moving on to the last few questions and coming to your personal life you are quite yeah. enthusiastic and you are an are an, are an adventure seeker and you love scuba diving and trekking so please share of your experiences what you love doing so angela i'm going to be very honest and truthful here mm-hmm. uh, scuba diving was not my idea it was i have only one son i have only one child and he wanted to learn scuba diving and he was a young kid he was around 14 15 years of age and he said i want to learn scuba diving so i said no how do i send him alone in the ocean and in the sea so i told my husband aap aap uske sath chale jao you know let him not do the training alone you also go with him yeah so he said okay and then both these brave boys were going and i realized what will i do sitting alone and they would be gone like for the entire day what will i do sitting alone in a holiday i mean both yeah. the boys are gone what will i do sitting alone so i said might as well as i learn how to do it and i love swimming so basically i'm a swimmer mm-hmm. so for me swimming is a passion so then i said okay so that's how i got into scuba diving and initially it is very difficult okay when they teach you all those exercises and all it's like not nice it's not a nice process because these are life saving skills that they teach you right. because under 30 feet under 60 feet of water you want to know your skills well so they make you go through a lot of drills and like any drills or any exercises it is not easy but anyway we got through it and we had fantastic instructors and then i realized i love scuba diving i absolutely love the wild and i've had the fortune of seeing a shark swimming in the on the top of me in the wild wow. then i've seen these huge giant turtles manta rays and the most amazing colors in the fishes that you have never ever seen in the human life i mean you have not we have never seen these colors have you ever seen purple trees and pink trees and things like that it's crazy <laughs> the color of corals are yeah it is a it is very beautiful world down there so i'm very glad that i did a scuba diving and i could be a part, i could see this fantastic world that is still there and like wildlife which runs away as soon as it sees a human being the aquatic life still now doesn't run away when they see a human being mm-hmm. and and what else you also love trekking uh, and about our trekking trekking so uh, trekking is a very beautiful spot i have been to machaputri base camp annapurna base camp and then a half and then a bit of the circuit of dannapurna and of course mm-hmm. trekked around see i live in pune right so yeah. we are very fortunate to have hills around us and just now this weather is so conducive for trekking you, you go walking in those hills and those mountains and you forget everything mm-hmm. and when you walk in nepal nepal is a very safe place to go trekking i recommend it for anybody and everybody you can walk as much as you want every 2 hours there is a small tea houses where you can rest you can eat and then mm-hmm. you can go ahead and it is a trekkers paradise nepal is a trekkers paradise so they have the everest they have the annapurna they have the allagiri they have everything and 
they are so majestic this it is a pleasure to walk in those majestic mountains mm-hmm. definitely i can imagine and i with the excitement that you're talking about them i can really imagine how beautiful it is yeah oh, absolutely can you imagine you're like in 12000 14000 feet and you're seeing these huge giant mountains snow capped yeah. and com- and complete stillness there is just no noise mm-hmm. was it 12 and 14000 nothing grows it is crazy it is crazy to be to be seen to be believed to experience to be believed beautiful uh ma'am it was so great talking to you about all of this uh on a parting note what are some words of advice you would like to give to someone who maybe wants to get into the real estate business or wants to get in the jewelry business or just wants to be an entrepreneur so what are some words just now just now it is not the time to get into real estate or jewelry business <laughs> especially after the lockdown yes <laughs> no jokes apart no both see any do whatever you like any business that you like jewelry and real estate are tried and tested old businesses but even if you want to do a new startup or anything do it with passion do it with commitment anything done with zeal with passion and commitment will get you the success that you deserve lovely uh pleasure no thank you so much ma'am for joining us it was lovely talking to you and you just seem like the person who just enjoys what she does so absolutely why else would you do it why else would yeah. you do it and it's just amazing talking to you and thank you so much for giving us your time again pleasure is only mine anjali i've had a great time thank you and all the very best to you too enjoy thank your you life so much, ma'am thank you so yes, much yes thank you thank you bye 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 bye